there, healthy-ish listeners. Thank you for joining us again on this Body and Soul podcast and welcome. If this is your first time listening in, my name is Felicity Harley. We're talking about nutrition for the everyday athlete. Yes, you listeners and myself. Michelle Court is a sports performance dietitian. She currently works at Cricket Australia, but has worked with athletes across all sporting disciplines. Actually, she worked with my husband way back when he played AFL for the Geelong Cats. She has recently collaborated with health and wellbeing app Benefit Pocket to develop an online course called Be Recovered. She's coming to us via Zoom to share her tips. Oh, and by the way, Michelle is up on Extra Healthy-ish, talking about nutrition for every type of performance. Michelle, welcome to Healthy-ish. Nice to have you on. Thank you for having me. Now, we know that nutrition is obviously important for professional athletes. This is your world. But what about the everyday athlete, how can nutrition or perhaps tweaking our nutrition help joggers, gym goers, yogis, all of our listeners? Yeah, look, it can help everybody really. Um, And whether you're a weekend warrior or, as you said, an elite athlete, it can help everything from um, just your general well-being to how much energy you have during a workout. But it can also help with um, the mental side of that workout and just how, you know, you can concentrate during the workout or how you can zone out even during the workout. So um, it helps with stamina. It'll help with your concentration, um, overall well-being, and also can help with recovery. So, you know, that period between your exercise sessions or between your workouts or your Pilates sessions can help you get the benefit from those sessions. So let's talk about some specific foods. Oh, firstly, is it better to eat before or after a workout? This I never know. And it actually, well, the majority of the time, it's best to have um, something beforehand, um, but then also after. So that's a little bit confusing. A bit I realise. <laughs> Yeah. You never really want to, there's very rarely do you want to eat on an empty stomach or when you're, you know, you, you really are feeling hungry because that's going to impact on the quality of your workout. So you may have heard and we've all read before that if your primary goal of a workout is fat loss, um, to eat on an empty stomach, they've kind of debunked that myth a little bit. Um, and if you if you go in just, you know, feeling quite satisfied with what you've eaten, you may have had breakfast, say, you know, an hour or two before, um, that fuel that you have at that point will actually give you a, more, a better quality workout. So you're going to end up burning more kilojoules anyway than if you didn't have anything to eat and you feel lightheaded, you haven't got the energy. So you don't necessarily have to eat, you know, half an hour, an hour before, but just make sure you're feeling comfortable. Then the advantages to eating after exercise, again, it depends on sort of how intense your exercise session has been um, and how long it goes for. If you've exercised for over an hour, it's definitely worthwhile having a, a recovery snack. So something that contains quality carbohydrate and protein to assist that recovery process. Some people like to, if you can, and I know it's hard when you're busy, um, some people like to, um, I guess, time their exercise session so that a meal will generally fall afterwards anyway. So I know with my work, we're lucky enough to have a gym downstairs. So I'll tend to go and do a workout and then have lunch straight after. So you can work it in like that. Yeah. What about the best pre-workout foods if you want to get the most out of your 
workout. I said, does it depend on whether you're going in for a strength session or endurance session, which we'll go into a bit more in extra healthy-ish, but what are some basic, I suppose, worthwhile pre-workout foods to eat? Yeah, it does depend a little bit. Um, primarily, you just want to make sure you've got enough fuel on board. So something like with good quality carbohydrate, something like um, yogurt, a piece of fruit, a sandwich will be um, will be quite a good fuel for most exercise sessions. If you want to um, build lean muscle and that's a priority from your, your strength session, combining that with some a quality protein, now a drink of milk, even a coffee, before you go in for that session is going to be useful. Um, so your pre-workout fuels, just what you feel comfortable with. Some people don't like eating a lot of um, high fiber foods prior to a session, tends to upset their stomach a little bit. Um, But, you know, play around with things and see what works best for you. I think you just said the thing that, well, you just said something that made my day. You can have a coffee before you work out. (laughs) That is wonderful. (laughs) Now, now, a lot of people, oh, sorry. No, yeah, keep going. No, you go. A lot of people like that too because caffeine, as you know, um, gives you a little bit of a pep um, and can can get you through that exercise session, a bit of extra energy. Yeah, absolutely. Now, a number of studies have found obviously the benefits to a plant-based diet. A lot of our listeners are obsessed with plant-based diets, as I am as well, to um, help lose weight and increase stamina. What's your take on this? And I suppose, you know, some athletes, I think, is it Venus Williams who's vegan? I know some of the Sydney Swans players are vegan. What's your take on eating a plant-based diet if we are perhaps training for an event or we do do heavy training loads? Look, um, I agree 100% plant-based diets. There's a lot of health benefits. And, and from a, um, an athlete perspective or an exerciser perspective, it can be perfectly fine and can actually enhance your performance also. What you do need to do, however, if you do follow a very strict plant-based diet like vegetarian or vegan, is just be extra planned with your um, food intake to ensure there's two, I guess, main things that we want to make sure that you're getting. Um, Quality protein, um, and you can get that through, you know, legumes, chickpeas, soy milk. There's a lot of different ways of doing that. But also, particularly as a a female, um, ensuring that you're getting enough iron-rich foods within that. Because if you're doing, say, training for something like a a half marathon, um, doing a lot of running actually um, increases our iron um, requirements. So you just have to be really planned. Um, Having something with vitamin C, so a juice, um, with your meals will actually help you absorb more vitamin C from the, uh, sorry, more iron from the food that you're eating. So being really planned and and putting in some extra strategies there, and then you'll have absolutely no problem at all. You'll recover well and you'll have enough fuel for that activity. Oh, that's a great tip, using the OJ for the iron. Yeah, definitely. And and it's really, um, unless you're using a supplement, it's something that you probably need to do um, if you're particularly if you're following a vegan diet and you want to do that sort of more endurance activity. What's your favourite post-recovery snack or food to eat? Yeah, I keep it pretty simple. Um, I, I enjoy yogurt or a sandwich. Again, something that contains some quality protein and um, and some carbohydrate. Um, I'm and partial to those smush balls that you can buy. Um, oh, yeah, they're again, good. <laughs> they're sort of, yeah, they're great if, you, again, you follow a plant-based diet too. Um, they've got some nuts. They've got some good omega-3s, which is good for as an anti-inflammatory, and some protein and some carbs. So, yeah, I keep mine pretty simple. Michelle, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. No problem. Thanks, Felicity. 
There we go. She's given us all permission to have coffee before a workout. How wonderful. Oh, it's going to make for such a better workout. Anyway, if you love this chat with Michelle and you do want more, she's up now on Extra Healthy-ish. Want more from us? Bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.